0: Hello, dear star Shines. Christina here with Lightbody Academy. Welcome to today's lunchtime chats. For those of you who are new, my name is Christina and I'm an acceleration expert. And we are here to talk about those topics and issues that are significant to us, way showers, star seeds, and new paradigm visionaries. For we are the ones who are bringing the future visions into being. And not only that, we have abilities, perceptions, and capacities that perhaps the rest of our human family do not embrace. Therefore, our issues our challenges are very unique to us to our generations so welcome 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 hello darling starshine so good to see you guys great to have you here all right hello soul schooling and cosmic one and nancy good to see you and dear sister carol good to have you guys here Uh, so we're what we are going to talk about today some big stuff actually but I feel like we'll, we'll be able to, um, I'll be able to break this down to a place where we can see um, and feel and experience more movement um, with these highly polarized uh, energies. So the uh, first thing on the list, I don't know if I'll talk about it first, but the first thing on the list is the biggest reveal I can give about dream time and dreaming the world into being in the new paradigm. So this is a So, so simple, but a big game changer if we integrate this into our habits, into our lifestyle. And then I want to talk about um, the secret to maintaining your sovereignty during these times of extreme mental, physical and psychic warfare. I think you guys can feel what I'm talking about from mainstream media to alternate media and many other layers beyond that. Right. So I want to talk about that. And, uh, and then I want to talk about Dear Starshine. Well, I won't, uh, she brought an issue to me. She uh, prefers to remain anonymous. But uh, what happened is that. She ended up taking a free course on um, reveals. It's a course on teaching people, revealing to people about false light and all the different layers of um, false light teachings that are woven into the deepest fabrics of our spiritual traditions and religions and so on and so forth like this. Okay. And, um, and she is uh, wanted to ask or did ask about the, um, do I know about the Akasha being a lie, and that, and uh, so is, and and she's also visiting information or the the idea that even the vision of bringing a new earth into being is also a layer of manipulation so i want to talk about that what happens when the truths that you have believed to be true for years and years and years and years and all of a sudden you wake and they and these truths what you think about reality spiritual reality or whatever all of a sudden Turn around, um, and you all you feel completely differently about them. What do you do when all of a sudden that uh, you're faced with? Oh my gosh, is something I believed in to be so potential? Could that really be a lie? Um, many people have a crisis of faith, so uh, and and you know and have a tailspin. So I want to talk about what to do about that. What happens when these these pieces get revealed to you, and all of a sudden you feel completely opposite? about them as you did maybe an hour ago a week ago or 5 minutes ago okay does that mean you're crazy does that mean that you put your faith in the wrong thing does that mean you were wrong in some way okay so i want to talk about that cuz this is something that's going to be happening more and more and more as we go into the frequencies of the new paradigm and uh so so all right so let's go ahead with that Welcome, welcome, welcome to. Oh, let me say hi to everybody. Hi, guys. Good to see you, Lisa, Gina, and Laura. Good to see you guys. All right. Uh-huh. Thank you all for being here. So, they, these are rapidly changing times. I think we can all agree. And the rules of the game keep changing. What used to be the standard operating procedure, SOP, <laughs> um, is quickly becoming even taboo in some of our ways of living, okay? So uh, we, the way showers, you and me and the other visionaries of our generations, we're here to, uh, because these, these pieces are falling apart, we're here to bring in the new, we're here to bring in a new vision only thing is we it needs for it to be a um, into the timeline of our highest uh, vision, we need to be showing up in our highest ways for this. That means we need to be the ones that are defining what our vision is, not our programming, not our belief systems, okay, not all these constructs that have been governing our reality so strongly up till now. OK, so uh, there, there's a there's a lot of these uh, places we're going to reach where we believe something to be so. And then all of a sudden waking up to a different idea that, that brings us to a completely different relationship. Um, and this is going to continue to happen. And I want to illustrate a little bit um, just to help disintegrate this, this idea, integrate more. Um, oh, hey, Beverly, good to see you. Um, Dear Beverly says so many spiritual psyops hard to know what's right down left right. <laughs> indeed, indeed, indeed. Yes. Yeah, so this is an information war that we're that we're witnessing right now. We may be very in it. But many of us, I think, are also um, recognizing how to complete the importance and the significance of unplugging from it and seeing it in a, a more broader picture. And when we do see it in a more broader picture, this is where we people start to realize like, oh, this isn't just about... Um, COVID or vaccinations or mandates or rules or, or science or medical tyranny or communism or freedom fighting or, you know what I mean? It's like, it's not actually any of those narratives that we're waking up to. We're actually waking up to the fact that these narratives give us a strong emotional charge, okay, which means magnetize, right? And There's there's a consciousness that actually is purposely pumping out information to trigger these responses to trigger people into being becoming highly polarized. The the important thing is that you're polarized, not which side of the polarization you're on. You get me. So it's not about. Like she says, left or right, up or down. It's actually not about your particular position. It's the fact that you're so strongly in one that the that this um, warfare is playing on. That's the tool that it's using against you. Okay. So when we start looking into these nesting dolls of re, of, of that inform our reality, it becomes a little bit clearer what I'm talking about. So. Let's see if I can get the bullseye here. All right. This is our here and now. This is the here. This is the now. And when you are multidimensional in the here and now, you are aware that there are many, many, many patterns, many, many frequencies converging in this very moment that's creating what's happening right now. Okay. So this is, you could say this is the I am, For those that have woken up beyond the nesting dolls of creator God, you know, this could this could be simply that level of witness of observation and being aware that you're observing through a perspective. Okay, there's that. But everything that happens only can be made so because there's actions taken in the here and now so everything that happened in the here and now up until this very moment of your being had significance and shaping you in how you are right now in this very in this moment you're being right so so the only thing that really matters is that now because that's going to set up the next now and then the next now and then the next now you see what i mean it becomes a stream of experiences. It becomes a stream of consciousness. And that is the beauty of what the 3D realm provides us. It provides us a sense of progression of a beginning, a middle, and an end. So it gives us a sense of a complete experience. So that is this nesting doll. Okay. So our here and now is experiencing what it's experiencing. And one of the organizing forces to the quality of our experience are our thoughts and our beliefs, our collective resonance, our collective conscious that we are swimming in the ocean of. Yeah. So that's that's that next nesting doll. So when I'm talking about belief systems, belief systems are in this field here that have through action and repetition and conditioning and revisiting and stuff like that, um, it has created enough magnetization that it actually draws to inform here. OK, and once you have a lot of magnetization, a lot of polarization happening right here, that means your next now moment is bringing you more likely another experience of whatever that you're feeling, whatever that repetitive thought feeling that has been magnetizes. You see what I mean? So this 40 field of the collective is absolutely essential for us to include in our dream making in our navigation. You you see what I mean? It's not an I game. When you look at it like this way, it's more, it's much clearer how it's not a me game. It's not an I game. It's a we game. It's an us game. Okay. So these, these pieces need to be together, working all together in order to collectively shift our trajectories. And that's exactly what we're doing without even realizing that's what we're doing. Right. So, um, so when it comes to, and I'm going to stay in this 4D field for a minute, because this is the weaponized media, this is, you know, um, trauma, trauma based mind control, it's repetitive condition stuff, all that. The reason why it works and the reason why, you know, uh, we have such a hard time with it is because we truly think and believe it as being the only truth. It, that's the only thing that's real. OK. And when you believe that's the only thing that's real, when that's the only truth, then you you're you're strongly holding that position. And now you're creating a really strong polarity field. You're maintaining it with your thoughts and emotions. So that strong polarity field that is is now in your emanating from your being. Right. And the more you revisit the thought and the feeling, the stronger that magnetization gets. OK, so. So this is why it's interesting to the powers that be to keep people polarized because they quite literally do cannot operate from their own personal truth when you're polarized. Why? Because the noise, the disruption that that magnetization, that polarity is that disruption that it's doing in your field is loud. It is way louder than any kind of whisper of your inner knowing. Okay, and when we try to unplug and we can't, that's because the inertia of that polarity has, you know, it's building, 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 building. Now we have to actually start removing energies that don't belong here, that aren't us from our field and also unplug our own energies that left our body and started dancing in this field, right? Because energies leave our body in the, when we have strong emotions about stuff and it's playing with other people's energies in this collective and it's, and it's now holding that collective resonance. It's experiencing grid work of consciousness, right? We have to pull our energies back from that, pull our energies back from that. For some people, it may take a lot of breathing and focusing to get an, enough of themselves pulled back and enough of this stuff removed in order to be quiet enough to hear your inner voice to hear that inner whisper. And we hear that inner whisper, not just because we know because knowing is not enough. It's so we can actually resource from that part of who we are and take action in the now moment. Remember, it's all about the now moment, you have to take action in the now moment. (laughs) And unfortunately, you can't plan and control that how that's going to happen. You can set the odds up in your favor, which many people do. And I know a lot of visionaries that do this, because they you know, they figured out how that magnetization game, right? So, so then, uh, you know, when we are able to recognize that our thoughts and emotions have polarity and they're actually drawing and locking us into certain consciousness grids, more of us is willing to let go of the belief that we know the truth, we know the only real truth, right? So, and and I've mentioned this in other chats and I'll talk about it again. When it comes to um, trauma and programming and conditioning and all this stuff, what the real truth actually doesn't matter. What's important is that you are in acknowledgement of what is happening in the now, how you feel. Because what happens is we have a feeling, someone tells us it's based on a lie or it's not the truth. And then we say, oh, okay, well, then I'm just wrong about that. And you, you just, you know, do a version of letting it go. But the thing is, if that works, great. Most of the time it doesn't work, though. Most of the time that is just the surface. That's just the surface of what we're aware of when really the root of why that's happening is anchored somewhere out here. And that's our opportunity to actually track into ourselves and follow the breadcrumbs, so to speak, to where the root cause is. Ninety nine percent of the time it didn't start in this lifetime. It started outside of an identity of who you think you are. It started somewhere in the soul's journey that we'll we'll perceive when we're tracking as something past or something parallel, okay? So that takes me to the next nesting doll. Our next nesting doll. This is the the soul's journey. This is that perception of time that is cyclical. It's or even spiral. Okay, this is where there there's a an every ending is a new beginning, and everything that begins must come to an end. Okay, this is that 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 idea of consciousness moving in a cycle endlessly, continuously. You see what I mean? So we would call that the soul's journey. Now. Um, many people have traveled into the soul's journey records, which a lot of people refer to as the Akasha and have gotten really important information out of there. But there is a way to look at the perspective of the Akasha because you can clear, you can um, once you're aware of um, things in the Akasha, like, uh, uh, vows, promises, hexes, blah, blah, blah. You know, there's all sorts of things that can happen mystically that make a mark within our soul's journey um and and see once you find those things then you can do something about them so a lot of people will look at the akasha as a higher truth to our reality because when they try when they tap into it and resolve the energy of that past or parallel moment that's informing us in our here and now they notice a change in their experience but there is a way to look at the akasha that it actually is something that holds a control system in place which that is also true as well because who are we engaged with think about that who are we engaged with when we're making all these vows and promises and ceremonial agreements and conclusions that don't end with just that lifetime that end you know what i mean that will continue to reiterate like an echo through our life stream how many of us would have made vows and promises that we've made in the past, knowing that that was what was going to happen? A lot of times that's not what we knew. We only knew the who we are experience and we were taking a vow promise in the moment. Okay. And, and that what was informing that moment was, of course, an accumulation of frequencies informing, informing forces that brought that choice to us. You see, so. So you can look at the akashic as being a control mechanism. I have a personal experience actually with this that I've been working through, and that is a um, well. Here, let me get to the nesting doll where it happened. Okay, so so beyond this this nesting doll here of the soul's journey, we have the next layer of nesting doll, which is our which is our light body. This is the the actual energetic blueprint of the expression of our truth. Okay. This is the sacred geometry behind matter. It is conscious. It has intent. It has consensus. Okay. So it is a very potent organizing force to our reality. Many of you guys have experienced different levels of light body healing. You you heal something on a light body level, and then it has a ripple effect to your here and now. You actually hear, heal, heal, um, pieces, reintegrate with pieces in the here and now by simply reinforming the light body or activating something in the light body that was once dormant. Hence all the activations that are going on these days, right? I mean, who's not doing an activation these days? There's a gazillion people, gazillion choices, lots of flavors. I'm sure many of you have gone through spontaneous activations just walking through nature right? This is something that is happening more and more for humanity on a collective level and on an individual level. So it's, it's uh, definitely, um, there's definitely, I'm sure, experiences that you can look upon to, um, to connect with that light body shifting, that light body um, reinforming. And then beyond that, we have the actual sound, pure sound frequency that creates the shape of our light body. That's our soul song. That's that's our soul song. And then beyond that is the um, all that is consciousness. And beyond that is the Milky Way galaxy herself. Now, we are waking up beyond the Milky Way galaxy more and more and more. And I'm willing to bet that, you know, um, about 75, 80 percent of you guys are awoke to who you are beyond the galactic mind. OK, um, like on a, in a daily basis, you're walking through your day, not even realizing you're accessing data streams from that level of your being into, well, eventually you do become real, you do realize it, but anyway, so, so what, what's happening is that many people came to this Milky Way galaxy, knowing that it was a power over dynamic system. Okay. Knowing that it was a system that was in fall in fall, it's fall of consciousness. Okay. And many, uh, uh, records that I've explored with different ET exospecies beings that I've had contact with, um, something that uh, was really difficult for me to recognize, but eventually um, through healing healing things, I was able to see this um, is that a lot of us agreed to the way we actually agreed and designed the way we were going to become fragmented through our journey through the Milky Way galaxy. okay, And we made agreements and before we even injected ourselves into the Milky Way. And uh, and the reason why I'm saying this is because those agreements that we've made from that larger uh, outer nesting doll level Actually, um, impact us in this here and now moment, and we, a lot of times the first clues that you start getting about that information is when you're when you're looking into the akasha. There are many expanded star seeds that have explored people's akasha, even their own akasha, and have found walls, frequency walls, actual collective walls where entire soul group groups are created. with with a specific agenda because they are cut off on an Akashic level, on an Akashic record level from a certain truth that is a part of who they are. You understand what I mean by that? Soul groups are often created by cutting off a collective from part of who they are. And that can be experienced by, by walls in the akasha. Okay, men, actually, I know many, many people in the old paradigm in my generation that uh, that just knew that they were from Cirrus, but were not aware of who they were beyond that. And that is because from they, their start, they came here through a Stargate system, and the last Stargate system they remember is Cirrus. And then as they unravel and reintegrate with who they are and these non human aspects, right? These, these uh, you know, they're more it's more than soul retrieval, it's soul retrieval, but, you know, beyond the human experience, soul retrieval. Um, and as they reintegrate with themselves, they, they get the memory of actually having an agreement or, or, or a judgment being made that they will now, as they step through that stargate, they will no longer have access to this much bandwidth of their consciousness. Okay. And that is necessary for them to actually come to this planet because of the state that it was in. The state that we're in now is a lot different than how it has been. But okay. So we have a lot of star seeds. We have a lot of very evolved souls that are now incarnating on this planet because these walls that were once there are no longer happening. This is um, why I was saying last year and the year before. it's so important to realize that we're waking up out of soul group agendas because these pieces that were once limiting are no longer in, in these nesting dolls anymore. So that means we have more exospecies um, relationships we can have. We have more memories to our access. This is why we can wake up beyond the Milky Way galaxy, right, with, with relative grace and ease. We can reclaim our dream time because we are transcended these different control grids that are in these inner nesting dolls many of us are awake to who we are out here, which has like a level of immunity to the different grid works, right? So this is why it's so essential for us to reintegrate with who we are as a multidimensional being, because once we do that, we're no longer, uh, we become impervious to a lot of these control system programs. Okay. I hope this is making sense the way I'm saying it. All right. Um, dear city sister Kitty says, um i feel that wall and in three and three times three how do we get through the walls okay yes yes you can you need to re can oh and that was the story i started to tell yes yeah i'm (laughs) sorry thank you for bringing me back to the story i didn't i totally diverged from so my personal experience of of recent so I've, i've had memories of aspects of me that were um where i experienced a council And this is, you know, things like when we get the Council of Seven, the Council of Eight, Council of Nine, you know, the the Syrian Council, the Andromedan Councils, the Galactic Feder different councils of the Galactic Federation, blah, 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 intergalactic federation, so on, depending on how much you get reintegrated into the new paradigm. Uh, You know, these councils get together and use their their capabilities to deliver these tasks to do to fulfill these agreements to fulfill these promises and and so what we need to do is find that part of us that has that agreement now this isn't Now, this can be twisted into, you know, you're your own victim and, you know, it's all your fault that you have this separation. I mean, that is a total distortion on the level of truth that I'm talking about here. I'm talking about on a master creative luck creator level of who you are. There's some part of you that found coming into this galaxy in the fall of level of fall of consciousness that it was in sounded like an interesting game at the time to play. Okay, completely disconnected to the intensity of what it really is to be in a biosuit in 3D reality. Okay, so, so I can I can say it it wasn't necessarily an informed consent or conform a fully informed agreement. You know, it was more of a, 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 a decision to dive into the unknown and experience what happens. Because remember, that's the currency of the larger cosmos is getting to experience the unknown. Right. When you go into that level where everything is unknowable, this is like an adventure that just keeps on going and going and going. Now, we the consensus of these different nesting dolls have are changing. Okay, at one point in time, the control systems that be had permission to be doing what they're doing on this planet. And this is why you see all of our um, governing structures referencing mystical and celestial um, symbology. Okay, so you have the the sacred lions, right? You have the crest, those family crests of the different royal lineages of Europe and, and beyond, right? They're, I mean, they're all over the world, these royal lineages. And they are, um, you know, they have providence over their, um, their lands, their peoples given to them by God, given to them by a higher authority. That's why they can do what they do. Wow, I'm really avoiding that personal story, aren't I? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. There's a lot of pieces to that have to be understood to to get to it. now, I'm realizing. All right, so, so um, you know, there's all sorts of. Hidden reasons why we have these mystery school stuff on our in our government and on our money and all this stuff. It's because they are tying the three-dimensional and four-dimensional thought form construct. Right, they are giving themselves authority. They are referencing a higher authority, a higher nesting doll of organizing force. They are claiming that they are the four D expression of an outer nesting doll that that has a dominant uh organize um organizing abilities power over our here-now reality. You see what I mean? So they, they aren't just randomly, you know, taking their power by the sword and saying this is how it is. No, they are anchoring the agendas, the consensus that, you know, they're anchoring beliefs and uh, structures and stuff on a bigger authority. This is why you have Jupiter playing the roles that it's playing. This is why you have Saturn playing the roles that they're playing. Okay. They are part of, they fell into darkness because they are, you know, meant to be or, or were originally in a more, um, let's say a benevolent intent and out here nesting doll. And then slowly through the different nesting dolls, the different layers of consciousness, it got distorted, 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 distorted. Okay. So the consensus that allowed that distortion has changed. That means the Milky Way galaxy herself is shifting. She is now becoming one with her other half. We are on the black hole side and there is a light hole side. This is the, this is according to the the, um, the, te- the the teachings of black hole technology. Okay, um, Barbara Hanclaw spoke a lot about this about the ninth dimension, and and so the Milky Way galaxy is actually getting because we are waking up beyond who we are in the Milky Way. The Milky Way is waking up to who we are beyond the Milky Way and recognizing the um, and made the choice to no longer be in a paralyzed state or a polarized state, as in that black hole. Um, that's in the sun of the Milky Way galaxy is going to change the version of the Milky Way that we are in is going to change because we are stepping out of that polarity. We are stepping out of this polarized consciousness and we are creating something new. We're creating an entire new universe reality, just like we did out here and initially coming into the Milky Way okay so this is this this is another reason why people can say the new earth the new parallel reality or the new paradigm is a, a lie to reset a control system because it is it's recontretting this re it is resetting into a new control system but it's about you being aware of who you are as the one making the choices though the we the way in which we come together to create consensus reality for the planet, for the solar ring, for, you, you see what I'm saying? It's a its a big, huge uh, shift. So the powers that be were in the old structures are falling away because the consensus of these different nesting dolls is no longer supportive of that energy anymore. Okay. But here's the thing. If we don't step up and reclaim our ability to dream the world into being, other beings are gladly will gladly step up and take that responsibility and tell us what to do, okay? Tell us the way it should be, the way it's that's best, okay? So we master ourselves in such a way where we unplug from these polarity games that, you know, in the human way, it's the thoughts and feelings that you ruminate over and can't stop thinking about and that polarize you in different attitudes, right? Um, so we need to understand how to do that and do that so we can source from our truth, because as I source from my truth, I am encouraging and supporting the field for you to support your truth. And we together are cre- are creating a field of resonance to support others in expressing and creating from their truth. You see what I mean? And what truth spreads like wildflower, (laughs) like wildflowers. Yeah, well, wildflowers spread, don't they? (laughs) And, And that is, this is the big secret to realizing your dreams is that We need to support others in realizing their dreams. Okay, that's not that we're saving people, it's mean it means that we're getting together with people and we're talking about our dreams, we're talking about our wishes, we're talking about our desires. And when you get a field of people, when you get enough people in a collective that are actually in a state where they can truly understand and see you in what you are stating as your desire, your dream, your, your, um vision, okay, then that field is ripe to bring forward the solution. So the first stage is speak about your visions, who is with you, who is resonating with you, who is, you know, in yes, with you on that. And then together, you look at what the obstacle is. This is, this is a bit, this is why crowdsourcing works, you guys, crowdsourcing some, Problem solving, you guys know that the whole technology thing, this is why it works, because when you get everybody together in that dream state, in in that expanded state of who you are, and then you bring forward the obstacle, the field is ripe for a new thought, for a new possibility. And chances are, and this is some, I encourage, I'm going to reference somebody, I want you to listen to her um, testimonies of what she witnessed when she got together with a group of people that did this. Chances are, there's going to be somebody who has the key to the solution, uh, or key to solving the obstacle, and 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 chances are, it's no sweat for them. They just happen to know somebody to know somebody, or they just happen to be in connection with something that is a similar, um, of similar interest. Okay, so here, this is what I want you guys to look up. This is a beautiful woman. She just passed. Um, she just passed in May 2020. Old school. Grew up in the 50s very grounded in practicality, but what she discovered in her own journey as you know um, to figuring out how to live a life she wants as a single mom, um, she had this vision and said yes to this vision and included others and it became a miracle working apparatus. Her name is Barbara Sheer. So it's Barbara Shear SHer. Look her up on YouTube. She does this most amazing TED Talk. And, and she, and this, this TED Talk was done nine years ago. And she says, isolation is the kiss of death to your dreams. You have to dream, share your dreams in community. And she gave, gives example after example after example of true stories of what happened when people got together to support each other, to, um, to realize their dreams. Okay. So in so many ways, she has laid the foundation for those trailblazers out there for helping others dream the world into being. I'm talking about sourcing from the truth of who you are. Once you start sourcing on that level of who you are, I'm not talking about ego, ego egocentric dreams, you know, oh, I want a big house and lots of money and status and blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. I'm talking about a voice, a whisper from inside, deep inside of who you are that wants something of this life. That's what I'm talking about. That level of you share that level of you with other people, Mm -hmm. other people who can meet you in that. And then you show up for them, for them to share uh, their inner voice, their inner dream. That is power. That's the power, multidimensional power of consensus. Thank you, Polly, for for um, spelling that out for me. All right. Dear. Sister uh, Cameron says with this shift of the Milky Way galaxy does that mean the literal shape of the galaxy would change? <sighs> yeah right yes I that I only can um, I only can give you my my sense about that um, I can't say that I've had any significant records or information shared with me about other be- you know from different exospecies about that. I suspect though, that yes, the Milky Way galaxy will cease to be the spiral galaxy in the form that it is. And and really the galaxies, we already have scientific evidence that that two spiral galaxies are coming together. And you guys can also look this up. And that is the Andromeda galaxy is, um, is merging with the Milky Way galaxy right now. This is um, something that's been reported through science and they've had all kinds of projections of what it will look like from the perspective of Earth when, when that happens. OK. OK. So. It takes a collective. It takes a collective to dream the world into being. It's not just one person. It's a collective of people. So this is uh this is one of the reasons why I want to do that facilitator training for activating the nine dimensions, because it's not actually about just activating the nine dimensions. It's actually getting together in groups to create a resonance that transcends the control systems of belief systems that can't transcends the control systems that are anchored in through our Akasha. It transcends these, we can have, build a collective resonance that transcends all these different nesting dolls that have a limiting impact in our here and now experience. We can wake up to who we are on a bigger level. We, by by, e, everybody who feels drawn to do these activations, it's outside of time and space. So every single activation contributes into the empowerment of the collective. So Everybody who's ever been activated resonates when you do an activation, whether they're there physically or not. They are they are part of a system of resonance, a grid work of resonance that will help liberate humanity, liberate our children, liberate our people from this ridiculous information warfare that's causing so much confusion and pain. And, you know, and, you guys, I'm sure you guys can recognize, you know, families are, have become broken over these paralyzing narratives, friends that have spanned for decades, friendships that are, have fallen away. I mean, there is, you know, uh, so- social support systems are crumbling because of the power of these narratives and people buying into them as the only truth. Okay, so the more each of you step up and and facilitate this kind of thing, it's a very, you know, it's a safe container for you to do this because everybody that shows up for it is saying yes. And then everybody is, uh, you know, showing up for it with their residents and, and everybody's doing their part in liberating that collective. So it's a very safe container for um, you to step forward as a way shower, you to step forward in a way that we're that satiates that part of you that wants to be a part of the solution, not continue. And instead, instead of, you know, continuing to contribute into the polarity into the division, right? So this is a wonderful avenue, avenue for, for you guys to um, to explore, to uh, just, Impress yourself really on what it is you can actually facilitate, because uh, the, the the reality is is that all of the uh, the elemental realm, all of your soul uh, tribes, your your ancestors, the Milky Way herself, the the new universe that is uh, you know beyond uh, the power over dynamics that you're anchoring in, that that consciousness template that you're anchoring in. All of this is contributing into us stepping up and reclaiming ownership, sovereignty, and directing, you know what I mean, uh, directing with our consensus where this new earth, new reality goes. We have a say in this, absolutely. And this, th- these teachings that I want to convey to you guys are, or experience, or actually they're experiential teachings I want to give to you guys is to help for that. Because the more people we have taking charge, the more people we have clearing this collective resonance, the, the more uh, opportunity people will have to, to truly have an informed choice. You know, we're liberating generations after, who, after our lifetime by doing this work. We're liberating our children, our children's children, our children's children's children by doing this work. If we don't, reclaim our abilities of dreaming this world into being and reclaiming the truth of who we are and creating from that space you know we are actively giving our vote for another being to do it okay i don't want to do it you do it you decide right and then when that when that happens we you know do you want that to happen <laughs> I don't want that to happen. I want everybody to be sourcing from the truth of who they are and creating from that space so we can actually see the miracles that exist within us, the the miracle of life. We can actually experience the miracle of life with Mother Nature, with Pachamama, with each other. And this experience in the bio suit can come back to itself again with beauty, grace, art, music that uplifts and expands. You see, these control systems, the distortions that they were, they were all, you know, running some level of death program, you know, debt, right? Debt, you know, that's a great way to end your sovereignty and freedom is by buying into the debt. That's a death program. Buying into, you know, all the different things we we, re- we reward in this society are all things that enslave somebody to value systems that are not the truth of who they are yeah Mm -hmm. Mm. all right so gina griffin says um barbara shear has an entire youtube channel that's awesome i didn't know that i'm great i'm glad to hear it okay so it's okay to read in the akashic library Yeah, it's totally okay to read it, of course. Yeah, read it, read it and unravel what you find. You know, you find where those limitations, where those choke points are. Find those patterns that are keeping you held up in your throat. Find those patterns that are keeping you stuck in a particular attitude, belief. Find the agreements that are keeping you subconsciously drawn to hold a strong polarity. You know, this is, you know, if we could do differently, we would. And and the thing is, is our subconscious has so much in it right our subconscious has so much buried within it we're not aware of things so if you make a practice of going into the akasha or going into your dream time actually if you make a practice of engaging your dream time you will you will turn over you will discover these hidden gems that you didn't know were inside of you and you can start liberating yourself liberating them i say start with ancestors always start with the ancestors because all of these nesting dolls have been lived before by them right? And oftentimes we incarnate in the same lineage as well. So a lot of times our ancestors are us. <laughs> That's a piece too. But also is that you've inherited a biosuit. you've inherited a paradigm, you've inherited a planet that has already been informed, that already has certain realities set up for you to experience. So as you heal your ancestry, as you liberate the life force energy of your ancestors, you quite literally are liberating your biosuit. you're liberating your conscious you're liberating all that you have inherited you're liberating all that you're freeing it up so you can have a new thought new idea new engagement and as you heal your ancestors the the more love and life force energy you're available for the more love and life force energy you can accept into your being okay let me see if I can get this personal story out So I had a um, memory surface not that long ago where I was before a council and the um, and I had to let go of everything that made my consciousness up to what it was. And this was in a um, more galactic, uh, intergalactic level. And I was. On the receiving end, so I wasn't quite in touch with the part of me that created that scenario. I was in touch with the part of me that was getting the judgment deliverant of the deliberate having that decision delivered to me. Okay, so there was some some victimhood stuff still in there and deep in my subconscious. And what it was was that I was making the decision to experience um, love and compassion um, in the most um, connected. That's not the right way to say it. I was going to end the level of experience that I was on and level of authority and autonomy that I had and experience separation in a whole nother way. And in that, my first experience was going to be um, love, compassion, interconnectedness in a bio suit. And um, in my first, the first uh, place that I went to was the Sasquatch Homeworld. So it was a, uh, it was something to, so in the experience of having that memory come to me in that way, I was addressing a part of me that felt like I didn't have a choice. And that, and the, and the reason was, was because the only way I could experience the separated reality was to forget that part of myself. That was the only way. And this is why dragons are so up in people's awareness right now, because they hold on to those lost memories. Hold, they hold on to those aspects that we have to forget in order to have an experience, right? So I was I was struggling with the injustice, the feeling of injustice. He was highly polarized. I was super polarized in anger and injustice. Uh, And, uh, and I wasn't able to connect with who, who the agreement was before, you know, before I got to that nesting doll. So so these pieces, as I unwind them and demagnetize them, the way I the ways the way that I know how, which is most easily done with compassion and, um, and forgiveness of myself right, of those scenarios, then I can wake up to who I am on that side. And now the Akasha is no longer holding a record of limitation. It's no longer reflecting to me a story of limitation. Instead, it's doing what it was meant to do, which is maintain a memory that I can access while in my bio suit. You see what I mean? So um, I'm actually clearing the lens. I'm clearing the distortions from the relationship with that energy and the and turning a disempowerment story into one of remembering and sovereignty this is what it is to be an empowered multidimensional so any story that's given to you you know how to alchemize it you don't alchemizing it by giving it a command alchemize be peace no 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 you need to fully connect with it see it have it experience it in your memory, first person. So you can see and feel the feelings in your subconscious that are holding you in the polarity of that. You see what I'm saying? They're holding you locked into that one truth, that one perception that gives you that kind of truth. Okay, okay, I I think that got driven home more now. Thank you. Um, All right, so dear sister Gina says, my Reiki mom, my Reiki mom, who is also a medium, gifted me a, tar- a tarot when I first met her. I gave them back because it was just like she handed me air. I had zero feeling or connection to them. Then she gave me Akashic, Akashic cards. Um, I immediately felt them. Even when I don't know what question is in my mind, I pull for myself. They um, they speak to me clearly. Yes, great. This is beautiful because this is you waking up to you know having a connection with some part of you. So in this way, your relationship with the akasha is helping you. Okay, this is what I mean. It's like in this way, the relationship you have with the akasha is having a um, a liberating and um, nurturing experience a relationship for you okay and this is so until you wake up to something that says something differently and and this is what i mean were you wrong all these times were you wrong all these ways that you were getting helped no you were not wrong (laughs) you you were being helped you were getting connected with some part of you that you weren't connected with before okay so 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 what we need to remember is that these these different layers, all of them have some kind of distortion. And we only see it when we wake up to it. And up until then being aware of who you are in this nesting doll is enough for you to expand into that nesting doll and explore it. And then you're going to expand into this nesting doll and this nesting doll. And every time you wake up to an outer layer of that nesting doll, there is a truth that you have to let go of as being true because you wake up to something that tells you it's not true anymore. OK, see, this is where spiritual information, the new age movement d- becomes weaponized because it be, and when I say weaponized, it means it becomes they use a truth to tell you some part of you is wrong. OK, when really there's no part of you wrong when you're following your truth, you're just an innocent fool following your truth. Right. Referencing the tarot cards. And there's nothing wrong with that. It requires us to be vulnerable because vulnerability is what brings us to be honest and truthful in the moment. You see what I'm saying? We are in our spirit, in our heart space. It's our vulnerability that brings liberation and truth to ourselves and others in a moment. When we know everything and we got everything, we know everything is true. We're no longer open to the mysteries of the moment. We are only open to being right about what we think in the moment. (laughs) Okay. And and if we can just let things go and let those polarities go in a way where we can let people be and how they're going to be without them being right or wrong, without it making us right or wrong, we are liberating ourselves and that person no matter how polarized they are in relationship to us, they are a liberating force to us because we choose that because we see beyond that. Okay. All right. Next thing is it's probably no coincidence that I've been able to read from the abnormal, from an abnormally young age, like two, um, two years old and have always been a bookworm and a writer and still hang in the library and borrow books yeah 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 sure because it's some part of you that is in resonance with this as you explore your truth that's going to remain so and then there's going to be a time when that isn't so and just it's a matter of being uh you know present with yourself to recognize when it's not and it's not to say it's not your truth anymore it's just now that you've graduated to a whole nother level of exploring your truth so, so every skill that we cultivate in this life, none of it is a waste, all of it is contributing into another layer of mastery, another layer of that serves you in, in, in the progression of your purpose. And this is and this is the, the piece with progression of your purpose. It includes everybody, it, it includes a community. So when you are aligning your purpose to serve your happiness, your needs, you know, a lot of times maybe survival stuff. Um, you know, there's there's only so there's only so much that can be done on your own. After that, it needs to be a we, a we game. And when we are not able to find the we game, it's because we're staying polarized in certain ways that are not we're not we're not actually able to step into the stream of the we game we're still in the i game if that makes sense um for example like when i'm when i'm exploring my purpose and asking myself me being on my purpose right and when i'm inquiring within uh, because, you know, things are changing rapidly during these times. And, you know, what, what I was really drawn to do six months ago is very different to what I'm drawn to do now. So I, I check in with myself, is, is this me resisting the next level of my frequency flow? Or is this, you know, me stepping into another version, or whatever. And when I'm in these inquiries, it's it's essential that um, that I'm honest with myself, right? It's essential that the truth that I'm in this truth, I'm not in a a I'm right truth. And it's so, 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 so important to me, to my inner voice, that in the doing what I'm offering, what I'm doing is liberating people is connecting with people and waking them up. It's like, this is like a baseline, so when i'm drawn to do certain things if it is if it is contradictory to the baseline that that i feel in my whisper you know in my voice then that's giving me clues that there's pieces in here that could be me exploring my distortions, me self-sabotaging because of some, some agreement that's going out and some of these other nesting dolls. And that is actually how I got to that, to that nesting doll is that I, I could sense there was some part of me, i um, really jumping off the train as far as where I was deciding, where I was directing my world, where I was directing my creations, you know, I found that conflict and, uh, and this is this is the this is the big thing. When we are in conflict, we're not going to uh, create the life we want. We're going to create a life that we're conflicted in. Okay, so it's really it's important for us to see what where we're in conflict inside, and then do the work that we that we know to do to to resolve the conflict. Again, I like to use the the, the ability of forgiveness, the big uh, use the power of our own compassion and our heart space, and to create beauty because that, that's a big tool that's always worked for me. Now, if I come across something that tells me that that's not gonna work anymore, I will definitely grieve that process because it's been such an integral part of my life. But that's not to say I won't give it up if my truth is showing me that it's limiting. It's, it's limiting to, um, to where, you know, where this consciousness, how this consciousness template of the new universe is integrating in my being. I hope this makes sense the way I'm saying it. (laughs) All right. So so, um, it's important for us to contemplate and think about, because this is the time of that retrograde. Retrograde is a perfect time for us to reflect, to look at what we're doing in our lives, what we're imagining for our lives right now, and, and, uh, and start bringing into our awareness what's in our spirit to create, for the world what's in our spirit to create for the earth what's in our spirit to create for our community Um, because it's only when we're witnessed it's only when we get to share and be received that that we get the payoff that we get the the satisfaction of doing what we're doing right this this is what feeds our passion um, is how it gets reflected back to us in that collective not that that's essential piece to why you do it But it is the um, it's the feedback loop that continues to nourish you doing what you do. Yeah. Okay. All right, darlings. Well, thank you so much for being here for this conversation. I want to remind everybody that that um, that that uh, 9D facilitator training uh, registration is now open. We are going to begin the first Friday of February. I would really love for you guys to um, to see you there. This is a mega empowerment tool for you to uh, facilitate. Uh, due to your part in facilitating the liberation of, of the collective, your relationship to the collective, the collective's relationship to you and the truth of who you are. It's a wonderful, wonderful tool for generations to come. And I really hope that um, you guys are willing to, or, you know, really feeling called and willing to invest yourself in this process. It's an experiential program. It's going to happen um, 12 Fridays in a row for two hours. So we are going to be uh, exploring how to work with the unseen world, how to work with the holy, so to speak, in uh, in bringing the activation process together for your community. So I will. Uh, Post that link in the comments of this video in YouTube, and we'll also post it in our social media. So if you are on Facebook, that means Rise of the Multidimensional Human. And if you are on Telegram, that is the Multidimensional Human Group. And then um, and I encourage you to visit our website and get our ma- on our mailing list where you will get informed as well of these things. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for being here and for um, participating in the conversation and, and and just doing your part of reclaiming your ability to dream the world into being. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. I'll see you next time. Bye bye.